This is Behold, a VBC podcast. Our goal is to examine biblical truth that will better equip you to behold the glory of the Lord more fully in your daily life. My name is Dan Gillette, and today I'm joined by Charlie Meng. Both of us serve in different roles at Valley Bible Church. And without further ado, here is the Behold podcast. Welcome in, Beholders. Uh, Thanks for joining us on this edition of the podcast, the Behold podcast. You may notice that it's me, Dan, opening us up instead of Sean, because Sean is on vacation. And so... Guy loves vacation. He loves vacation. He's he's just taken a couple days off to be with family and, and connect. So, Sean, we love you. Hey, we hope all of you guys had a great, meaningful celebration of Thanksgiving, and it's really nice to to be back with you here on the podcast. We wrapped up our series um, on Sunday morning at the crossing on the household of God, and we talked about worship and what is uh, what's a good biblical definition of worship. Uh, what does it mean for how we live and move in the world, and how do we practice it together as a family of God? And so, if you weren't here with us on Sunday, we kind of did a fun thing. It was almost like a live podcast. Charlie and Sean and I just had a, a little roundtable discussion and it was uh it was super rich, meaningful um, time. It went a little long. Went a little went a, long. So we apologize. <laughs> a lot of long. We apologize for that. But if hopefully I can, if I can interrupt on that though, it's kind well, of, I haven't introduced you yet, Brent. They don't even know <laughs> well, you're here. They don't know. Well, who that's you all right. Are. I'm interrupting. Anyway. This is, this is bad podcasting. Okay. But no, this but, is great, this but is we will great. jump in. We will jump in. So, uh, uh, we have a special guest with us and this is, I our, wonder who it is. I wonder who it is. And this is our, our, our friend who, this is what happens when Sean goes away. It just all goes, to, so it all goes out, out the door. But our, our good friend and, and elder here at Valley Bible Church, Brent Robry, is with us. And you may have remembered that he was supposed to be with us both at the Altamont and the Crossing the last couple of weeks to be part of this roundtable discussion on worship. But he had something go on um, in his family, and he's going to share that um, in, in a couple of minutes. But we're so blessed to have him with us here. So, ladies and gentlemen, Brent Robry. Say hello, Brent. Hi, guys. And now you can interrupt yeah, with what yeah. you were. What gonna were you going to say about our time, Brent? Oh, we, by the way, so, this is Charlie. I love y'all. Gosh, yeah. see, this is terrible. We're doing it. Oh, I love it. And, and uh, let me introduce Dan Gillette as well. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think you know. Did it go long? Yeah, but talking about worship in a, in in a, in a single service is kind of like drinking through a fire hose. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, there there's so many little intricacies to it and yet there's this big overarching piece as well and so um yeah and and i think uh, the the one thing that i really appreciated about what you guys presented is the passion behind it i mean honestly you three guys exemplified mm-hmm. what worship is that's cool thanks, thanks man that's yeah. really cool well, well, we really missed having you with us. Do you want to just tell everybody kind of what, what was happening with you personally and, and why you weren't able to be there the last couple of weeks and, and just kind of let us know how you're doing? Yeah. No, uh, thank you. Yeah, first of all, I want uh, I want everyone to know that I'm, I'm sorry that I was not able to be there. Um, and uh, a situation happened to where a close family friend passed away. Mm. And, this, and, and I found out when the services were, um, I think on either Thursday or Friday before I was supposed to speak at the Altamont. 
And, um, yeah, so um, I uh, I didn't know what I was going to do because it was back in Chicago, and that's where I'm from. And so um, I called up I called up Charlie, and I asked, "Hey, hey, Charlie, what do you think?" And in a blink, he said, "Don't worry about it. We got it covered." And uh, and I and I told Charlie, and I, I think I actually did, but I said, "You made me cry," <laughs> um, uh, just because of the willingness and 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 the, and the desire to to, to allow me to go. And, um, and so I, I went able to, I was able to go back there and, um, uh, be a part of my, uh, my, um, my good friend's father's, uh, services. Um, and then as God often does, um, the, the, uh, burial was on Monday. And so I could have flown back early, but the prices were just astronomical before thanksgiving and so i ended up uh driving up to northern wisconsin where my younger son is and um and my mom is in a in a uh, assisted living up there and i was able to uh spend thanksgiving with my Mm -hmm. sister my youngest Mm -hmm. son and my mom which was really sweet and really nice and uh, i mean not to be a crepe hanger but I just don't know how many more Thanksgivings yeah. I'll have with my mom. Yeah. Um, but then another thing happened that was really interesting too, is they do these um, care conferences every year and it, they just so happened to do it when I was there. And so we got to learn a little bit more about how my mom was doing and things. And so, um, yeah, I, I was, I was, uh, I was really disappointed to not be there. Um, this was the first Thanksgiving since I met my wife um, that I haven't spent with my wife or wow. with my in-laws. Um, and so that was that was difficult, but God blessed me by um, allowing me to participate in my my uh, my friend's dad's funeral and then to be able to do Thanksgiving and be a part of um, understanding what's going on with my mom. So uh, Again, God has God has plans even when we think we know what we're doing. And and I think the other thing too that was uh, really encouraging to me was just uh, the uh, intensity and the seriousness and the example of what worship is uh, that all three of you that Sean, Dan, and and Charlie were able to uh, were able to show. And I thought they did a great job. And I'm I'm not sorry that it went long. I wish we would have had more time. Um, <laughs> I love that, Brent. And and just so grateful for you, man. Like, you know, you you did put in a lot of work that helped to set the stage for what we ended up um sharing. And uh your presence was there and 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 we're grateful for for what you did. So, you know, not having that opportunity, right, on on Sunday to share some of your own heart uh regarding these things. Uh I'm I'm confident that there are probably some areas where maybe uh we didn't touch on on some of those things that 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 were important to you. And so we'd love to give you that chance now just to kind of um communicate some of your thoughts uh regarding worship in response to what we we talked about on Sunday. Yeah, thank you. And um, I think you guys did such a thorough job that um, that there aren't things that I feel that I have to fill in, but there might be some things just to kind of go over and look at it holistically and review. Love it. Um, and so, you know, just uh, as I was preparing, you know, kind of the, 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 the verses that I was focusing on was John, uh, John 4. 
and uh, I was trying to, you know, to kind of parcel this out and pull this thing apart and do all this stuff. And then I, and then I just stopped and I realized that, that Christ is talking to a Samaritan woman and he's saying things to her that she's going to understand. Um, he's not trying to create this whole hocus pocus thing and this ethereal thing of, of a worship. He's sitting there going, no, listen, he's bringing it down and, to her level. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so I was talking with Randy white, one of the other elders, and, um, he brought to mind, uh, a thing that I didn't know of, um, uh, which I would like to share, but that, the, that there's another contrast there between the Samaritans and the Jews and that the Samaritans were more, um, spiritual based, um, and less truth based. And the Jews were more truth based and less spiritual based. Mm. And so when, when, when Christ made this statement to this woman, it was clear. Right. And then I think the other thing too, and it, and it goes on when she, when, with, um, with her response. Um, uh, yeah. So this is, this is a little bit later on. Many of the Samaritans that the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything that I did so that when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay and so forth and so on. Mm. Um, And so the the woman understood what Christ was saying when he said, um, uh, there is a time that is coming and is now here. Um, And I think that was to represent, as, uh, as you guys talked about, that was to represent himself look i'm here and i got a job to do and this is going to change things up a little bit and i loved i don't know remember who who shared it but they talked about the holiest of holies and how when christ died on the cross that the the veil was ripped from the top down and exposing uh the holy of holies which if you went into the Holy of Holies and you weren't the high priest and you weren't consecrated and all those different things, um, it was instant death. But here this thing is open and, and it just, and I, I can't remember who spoke about it, but it just, it made this idea that worship is now a personal thing. It is a connection of spirit to God's spirit through Christ's death and resurrection and through the empowering or through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. I, I really, I really love that. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the Romans 12, one, uh, therefore I urge you brothers in view of God's mercies to offer your bodies as bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing God. This is our spiritual act of worship. Yeah. Right. And, and, and uh, again, you guys did such a good job about talking about the bodies and what does that mean? And I think, it harkens back to, um, uh, I think it's in Deuteronomy, and then again in the Gospels, where it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and then the other one says, with all your strength. And I think um, what was shared on, 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 the, on the two Sundays was this um, holistic approach to worship, yeah. right? Um, let, let me give you an example. Like I said, I grew up in Chicago, and... Um, uh, Summers were kind of hot and humid. <laughs> and so my buddy, Bob Coniglio, that's a good Irish name. Um, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, we're out cutting the hedges down in, in, in the back. And um, his mom was a short little Italian woman and she could cook. And so we came in for lunch and she had a, a probably a five quart, I mean, a huge 
thing full of uh, full of shells, butter, and garlic. Hmm. And um, by the end of lunch, again, I was in uh, I was in high school. By the end of lunch, that was completely gone. Uh, between Bob and myself, we ate the whole thing, and we probably could have eaten more. But we still had work to do outside, and it was hot and humid. <laughs> and so, full of butter and garlic, <laughs> right? And so, as we're working outside, what happens? You sweat, You're sweating. You sweat. That stuff comes are, out of your pores. And what are we sweating? Garlic. Butter and garlic. Uh, garlic. <laughs> You're smelling good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I know that's a bizarre explanation, but that's what worship is. I love it. Yeah. Right. You you take this stuff in, and it becomes so much of a part of you that it is going to come out through your pores. And instead of stinking like garlic, right, the idea is that we get to have the aroma of Christ that just Amen. emanates from us, yeah. right? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. That's so good. No, I, lo- I love that picture. And one of the, one of the things I want to ask you about, Brent, is yeah. c- can you point to, to some area of your life where where that seeps out that, you th- you acknowledge and recognize as as an outpouring of worship that maybe to to some of us we might not think of as worship right and that's one yeah. of the things we talked about is we tend to to have this misconception that we can turn off our worship right that yeah. like I, I do worship when i'm at church and when i'm doing these like overtly spiritual things but really, when we read through Scripture, there, there's this holistic lifestyle response to God that that really that's what true worship is. And what's something that you that you think of that that might be encouraging for people to hear? You're like, hey, when I do this, this is an expression of worship. I'm put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, and I I, I think this ties into spiritual gifting as well. So <clears throat> I believe that I have the spiritual gift of encouragement. Um. And so when I come alongside people and I encourage them and I support them and in, in that it, it, it is part of who I am, but it's also empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so you wouldn't necessarily think of encouraging someone as an act of worship. However, it is an outpouring, again, of what Christ has done in my life to show other people and to express to other people um, the value, especially as uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, the value that they have in Christ, and to encourage them on their uh, on on their road and the things that they're doing. And and I, I hope this is okay to to state, but like with Charlie and, and the loss of his wife, to encourage him um, mm-hmm. and to be there for him and to support them. And you know, and and, and Dan, like with you and just the the ministry that you do through music and and, and the orchestrations and stuff like that to encourage and to um, and and to um, allow you to step into that to that gifting. Um, So that's one of the areas that I were and, and I know it's a weird thing, but it goes to what I think what Sean talked about in the O. T H right I O T I O T right O T H anyway I O T inward right. outward together yeah. yeah right and so there's the inward you know that 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 what Christ has given me and that it and that that it outpours to others and then 
through that encouragement together, we can come together as, 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 as family and, and, and better serve God. Well, I, lo- I love that because we often think of ex- expressions of worship as being vertical. We're, we're doing something, we're saying something, we're offering something to God and it's going up to him. Right. Yeah. But God is also calling us to expressions of worship that are horizontal where that's what you're talking about is like, I'm loving, serving, encouraging, caring for, being generous to one of one of my brothers and sisters in Christ or or even to to an unbeliever. Yeah. And and that is an expression of worship too. That can be that that garlic oozing out, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Well, and it's and it's hard, you know. I th- I think that again, like we talked about it on Sunday, but distractions come in, all that kind of stuff, but it really is developing that pattern in our lives where um, we keep God central to everything we are and everything we're doing. We're filling our minds with his, his glory, with his, his, the, the reality of his presence, right? Yeah. I've got a quote yeah. here from Frank Labach I want to share real quick. Um, and, and Frank Labach has a book I think called Practicing the Presence of God. And this guy was an incredible missionary. I mean, love the Savior um, and, and wrote down his own journey in developing this lifestyle of holistic worship. Um, and he, he says, oh, this thing of keeping in constant touch with God, mm-hmm. making him the object of my thought and the companion of my conversations is mm-hmm. the most amazing thing I ever ran across. It is working. I cannot do it even half a day, not yet, but I believe I shall be doing it someday for the entire day. Hmm. It is a matter of acquiring a new habit of thought. Now, I like God's presence so much that when even for half an hour or so he slips out of my mind, as he does many times a day, I feel as though I had deserted him and as Hmm. though I had lost something very precious in my life. I just just love that, that, that picture of this continual relational um, mindset and intimacy, right? Yeah. That, that if we develop this heart that says that is central to who I am, that even if a moment passes where he's not in that place or I'm not yeah. thinking about life that way, there's almost that sense of, oh, I've, I, like my life has lost meaning. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like it's all about him yeah. and how that will flow out in the way that we live and, and minister to others. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's, that's so good. And it, 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 it calls to mind that first Thessalonians passage of like, um, you know, praying without ceasing. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times we're like, how, how do, how do I do that? Like I got, I have to work and I have to be on the behold podcast and I have to take care of my kids and study for this exam and, you know, be on that sales call. Like there, there's literally a million different things to do, but, but that mindset that you just described, that's how we do it. Yep. It's, it's keeping, it's practicing, this um, discipline of acknowledging that his presence is with us all the can time. I, can I read one more quote? Because you just set that up so great. Yeah, I yeah, mean, please. again, also from good old Frank. He says, it is that, ex- that exact moment by moment, every waking moment, surrender, responsiveness, obedience, sensitiveness, pliability, lost in his love, that I now have the mind bent to explore with all my might. And it brings two burning passions. First, to be like Jesus. Second, to respond to God as a violin responds to the bow of the master. Mm. Open your soul and entertain the glory of God. And after a while, that glory will be reflected in the world about you and in the very clouds above your head. That's so good. Now, this is easy for, for, for us, too, because we're professional Christians. We work at a church, <laughs> Don't, right? No, no I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, but Brent, explain how this works for you, right? Because you're, you're a therapist 
and you're yep. the dire- you're the director of a counseling center and and there's there's an endless to-do list of things that that um I don't know like you're not a, you're not a monk in a cave somewhere just like you know praying all day long like how 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 does this work for 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 us when for people that are listening and they're like well I've got a job and I've got a family and I've got school and I've got all these different things like g- give us an insight on how it works for you yeah well I can guarantee that everybody out there gets to a point of where they're sitting there going, I don't know what to do. Hmm. Right. Um, and I think, so there, there's, there's a couple things, right? First of all, that God has given us gifts and talents and abilities that we use. And, um, and we need to be mindful that those gifts are what we use. And if, if you guys knew me 20 years ago, if you guys knew me 10 years ago and you thought that I would be a therapist, you would probably die and laugh, <laughs> and fall off your chair. But God has God has uh, has changed me, and so just living in the way that He's changed me, mm. and acknowledging that, and sitting there saying, "Listen, guys, I'm a. If you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm an eight, and I'm a um, an ESTP on the Myers Briggs. I am so not what a therapist should be, <laughs> but nonetheless, Christ has given me the strength and power to be able to do that, and so." So to worship what he has done in me and how he has changed me and how he has uh, given me the the, the 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 ability to do my job. And so I think that's one way that we can do that. Yeah. And then, like I was saying previously, is when we get to those points where we're going, I got nothing. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but, you know, there are times when your therapist, if you see a therapist and they're talking to you and you're talking to them and they sit there and they're, they're what's running through their head is, I got nothing. I don't know mm. how to help this person. And I have a, uh, I have a little scale in my office that a, a, a good friend of mine gave me. And that's kind of my, that's kind of my tell. And when I look at that scale, I, rem- I remind myself, aha, Brent, this is where you need to pray. Yeah. This is where you need to, to sit there and go, Hey God, you know what? I don't have anything, but you do have all the answers. You are the creator of the universe. You are the counselor's counselor. Nobody, yeah. wow. um, uh, I think somebody said this again last Sunday too. Nobody has had to counsel God, Yeah. right? Yep. God yep. has no counselor, right? But then he can, you know, and I, I think part of that is preparing the way, preparing ourselves to get out of our way so that That's he good. can enter into that and, and empower us. And I, I don't necessarily like that word, but empower us to do the work that he has for us. Yeah, that's great, Brent. I love that. Thank you so much. And I know you got a hard stop here coming up because you've got to get out there and and uh, help people and save the world um, through one one counseling patient at a time. Um, but Brent, we just thank you so much, man. And, and we'll, we'll kind of keep this conversation going. But any last final thoughts before you sign off? Yeah, I think... Um, like I was talking about encouraging, I think when you when you worship horizontally, mm-hmm. you're also worshiping vertically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because I, and I'm going to make this really personal. I see the gifts and talents and abilities that God has poured out on both of you, mm-hmm. and I would say the same thing if Sean was here. And so to encourage that is to sit there and to recognize what God has done in your life. And it's to sit there and to worship him for who you are. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so again, I think it, it, the kind of the way that we started or the way that I butted in before I was introduced um, (laughs) is 
worship is is so convoluted and so intricate and yet so simple, right? And um, and and the simplicity the, the simplicity of it is it is a holistic response to God the Father who sent his son to die on the cross, who rose again, and because of that, conquered death and sin, and has given us the Holy Spirit to be there with us through everything. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, when that's central, man. Whew. Um, that's okay. Larry, Larry, Larry Wagner's on. We're on the podcast right now. Larry Wagner just walked in to hi, the office. Hi, hi, hi buddy. Larry. Do you want to come hey, say hi? Probably, yeah. Uh, I can't do it right now because I'm in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> but, but yeah, Just give us a few. Give us a few minutes. Oh, this is the this, this is, is like the greatest, the, podcast, the greatest ever. podcast ever. Uh, hey, Brett, we we love you so much. Love Thank you, man. you. Thank you so much for not only being our elder, our friend, our brother in Christ, but also for being a guest on this week's podcast. Um, have a great rest of your day and uh, take care. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you again. You, you, all three of you handled it, handled it, handled it very well, and and I was, um, I was honored and um, grateful to 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 do this with you, even though I was not able to be there. Yeah, I well, love you, man. All right, love you too, guys. All right, bye, bye. Okay, all right, man. Okay, so Charlie, um, you know, now that you. But before we kind of just really tie a bow and wrap this thing yeah, up, yeah, yeah. What is there anything that you kind of want wanted to, I don't know, talk on, touch touch on? Like, uh, I've got one thing that I. It's just it, Brent is he's so right. Like we could we could have just talked for hours Forever. and hours. And hours. Yep. There's so many different yep. like dimensions and aspects to it. But anything just on your on your mind that you want to either point back to, yeah, well, or, if, or throw if, in. There. If, and if anybody was sitting sitting there going, why is, this is so long. Just be grateful because we could have gone for like another three hours easy. I'm totally, kidding. I'm totally, kidding. Totally. Um, I, I yeah. I, I mean, I think Brent hit the nail on the head there. That that's the big thing for me is when we take into account who our God is and what He's done for us, and, and both of those things are very important aspects of it. Who is He? Mm. Um, and, and again, looking at His holiness, looking at His righteousness, looking at His judgment and His wrath. The, those things that are that are um, absolutely. Uh, 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 validated, right? They're valid things of just who, what God is, who God yeah. is, what his character looks like. When we take that and we think about what he's done for us in, in light of Christ and in light of sending his spirit to live in us, um, what will flow when we walk in that, when we live in that, when we make our decisions based off that, when we choose what it is we'll engage in or, or how we're going to talk to people based off of those realities, what is flowing from that is is a lifestyle of worship, and I, I just think that that is so important. And then I just also really love what we hit on on when we come together, that there is this energy and this excitement and this, um, I don't know this this unity that we share because we have all come to understand who God is and what He's done for us, and then we get to come together and express our joy, express our worship, express our praise uh, through singing, through prayer, through whatever it may be, through fellowship through serving each other. Um, it's, it's one of my greatest joys. I've always just, I, I love, it's funny. I'll, I'll have weeks even now where I will come into a church service and just feel disconnected. 
And I'll have to do some inventory on, okay, what did this week look like? What, is, what has been going on? But there is something so unique and so beautiful about sitting with the people of God and having relationship with these people where I know their week has looked hard. They've been through heavy stuff. They've been through hard things. Stopped. It really is the best podcast ever. Okay, here's where here's where it ended for you. Hang on. I think you should probably just start from there. Yep. So you can just say it's funny if you want. Okay. Again. Um, It's funny. I'll, I'll, I'll still have weeks, even in my life now, where I'll enter into Sunday morning and I've just been distracted or there have been things going on in the week where I feel disconnected, right? And what I love about corporate worship is there, one, it's this opportunity for me to inwardly stop and reflect on these words that we're singing, on on what's been shared maybe that morning, on the truths of God, and 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 just to kind of soak in that. Um, as I as I begin to sing, but there's something about looking around our our room and seeing uh, people who I know uh, and love deeply, who maybe have had a hard week, maybe have gone through different difficult struggles, and to see them raising their hands in worship of God, mm. that that it it brings out in me that that recognition not only of what God has done for them, but what God has done for me, and what God has done for us in unifying us as a community, as His body, and man, that just sparks so much in me. And I'm just so grateful for the community that we have and and the opportunity we have to come together before him. So it's so good. I'm glad you brought that up because I think the, the ideal scenario is we are just beholding and enjoying and worshiping and serving God all throughout the week. And then when we, when we get together with other believers, whether it's our, our VBC group or uh, on Thursday nights at the gathering or the prayer room or, or Sunday morning, whatever, high school ministry, middle school ministry, we're, we're so charged up like those pop, pop, we pop, talked pop. About, and then we just, we, we explode. But, but sometimes it, it, it's, it's been, maybe our week's been a little bit of a grind. And so that's God is so kind in giving us those corporate times to be yep. together where it can kickstart that inward outward. Well, that's situation. I think why he says, you don't, yeah, that's, that's why God is so clear in his word. Right. Like don't give up on meeting together, like right. as is the habit of some, mm-hmm. but continue to meet together and sing Psalms of praise and, and hymns and spiritual songs. Like you got to do this stuff because there is a life giving aspect to it. Right. And, and we were clear on Sunday. I think like worship isn't about us. It's about God. It's about mm-hmm. bringing glory to him. But there is this incredible thing that God does for us in those settings where he reminds our hearts. He reminds us of who he is and what he's done. And not just for us, but for this community and for, you know, others and and, and all that, that just, man, it, it, it is such a unique and beautiful thing. Well, we're coming, we're coming into alignment with, with how God created us and what he created us for. And and so it, it, there's going to be a resonance there with our spirit. It's like yep. it's like wow, this this is this is what it's all about. And whenever we are are in rhythm with what God, you know, created us for, it's going to be there's going to be incredible satisfaction, incredible joy. Um, you know, deep. We're going to have these deep like inward experiences yep. as we're having this outward connection. So, yeah, well, I do. I, I just one last thing. I, I often since Sarah passed two years ago. I often, and there's songs that we sing that say like, 
and we're joining in in heaven's song or yeah. we're joining with the saints who have gone before us. So and cool. for all eternity, we will all be singing, hallelujah, Christ is risen from the grave. Yeah. And I just have these beautiful moments where I'm like, man, I am joining in heaven's song and she's there. Right. Mm. And, and, and again, it's not about her. It's about our savior and what yeah. he's accomplished. But there is this, this beautiful thing of, it's not just this community here uh, in Pleasanton on a Sunday morning or in Livermore on a Sunday morning. It is, it is all of creation that belongs to the Lord yeah. that is joining in, in, in these, these words of praise. And I just, I don't know, it gets me. That's so good. That's so good. Well, the, the last thing I kind of want to share and, and, there, there's so many different things I could I could get into, but one of the things that as as we were talking about who God is and what He what He does being the fuel and the focus and and the object of of, of our worship, I was just thinking about this idea of Jesus being our our mediator, mm. and we see it in in Hebrews chapter four, um, we see it in in First Timothy where we, we, we learn that there's, there's one mediator between God and man, and that's Jesus Christ. And we see that we have a, a great high priest who understands our weakness, who invites us to draw near, who, who ever lives to uh, intercede for us on our behalf. And, you know, one, one of the things that, uh, that I, I think Jesus does is he, he, he's our worship leader. Jesus mm-hmm. is our worship leader. He's the one that, that brings us into that throne room. He's the one who gives us access to the Father. He's the one that takes our meager, uh, you know, faulty, broken offerings yep. of hallelujah and praise and 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 transforms them into something that God receives, um, you know, with with joy and and with delight. And so, I, I, being a, a worship leader, um, I think, I think it's it's easy for, for me to, to think like, like I'm doing that, you know, it's mm. it, that temptation. It's like, I'm ushering in people. I'm responsible for yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. I just felt like sharing that. That's something that I've learned over the last couple of years is just like, my job is to, um, is just to facilitate a time and, and to authentically bring my offering yep. and to, to, to model and lead and encourage. And really Jesus is, is doing the, the the heavy lifting he's he's our worship leader and when we think about that john chapter 4 passage when where it's like i just love this idea of like hey the father's looking for worshipers he's he's looking for people that that want to align themselves with their god-given purpose yeah. and jesus is gathering those 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 worship leaders those those worshipers together to lead them in this in this assembly of praise and yeah. later on in uh, in in john chapter 4 you know, Jesus, the disciples, the reason Jesus is away, is alone with the Samaritan woman is because the disciples went into town to get food. Do you remember that? Yep. And so when they, when they come back, um, you know, they're like, aren't you going to eat Jesus? You know? And he's like, he's like, no, my, my food is to do the will of the yeah. Lord, you <laughs> know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I just love that. Like in context, like yep. the will of the Lord, like God sent him to like gather worshipers to his name. Like when we talk about that, that, seen in revelation that heavenly worship of like yep. people from every tribe and tongue and nation like jesus that's the work that the god god gave him is to gather these worshipers so that in the in the new heaven and the new earth that we can be this like this epic choir you know from from generations to generation and and um anyway 
my encouragement would be just to think about, even just thinking about Jesus being our high priest and the way he does it so graciously and lovingly and with such humility and understanding and compassion and, and with such faithfulness, man, that that's something that can really fuel our worship too. Like this idea of Jesus being our worship leader. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's just so good. Right. And we, we talked about Romans 11 uh, on Sunday, but it, just that, that phrase, you reminded me of it, Dan, of for from him and through him and to him are all things right? Mm. That he, he is the one who, who equips and unifies and, and it's all for him too, at the same time, like, That's cool. right. He's the object of our worship, but he's also the one ushering us into worship. Like it's just incredible yeah. what, what, uh, what we have in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, hopefully this discussion on, on worship will, will continue yep. and, and we'll just be able to, to grow more and more together as a household of God in uh, our, our lifestyle of worship and our expressions of worship in all these different arenas. So um, thank you just church family and beholders for, for sticking with us during this household of God series. We've just heard um, a lot of great feedback with things God is, is reminding you of and teaching you. And, and just, I think it's been a good like reset for our, for our body, um, both at the, at the crossing and the Altamont. So thank you guys so much teaching team for putting it together. Thank you elders. Um, it's been really sweet. We are um, moving into a, a new season. It is, it is the season, really. It is the season. It's Christmas time. And this Sunday, uh, we are going to be launching into our Christmas series. So, Charlie, will you give us just a little teaser on um, what we're going to be getting after? Yeah, here's what's fun. It's not just our Christmas series. It's going to be a series that's going to carry us even into 2023 and maybe even beyond, depending on how we, how we do it. Uh, but we are going to be going through the Gospel of Luke. Cool. And so it's going to be fun this Sunday. We're starting off in, in chapter one and throughout the Christmas season, we'll be moving through this infancy narrative of, of really both John the Baptist and Jesus. And, and I am just so excited. So uh, we, we've titled it Glimpses of Glory. And really, when you look at the Gospel of Luke, that's what we're seeing we're, we're throughout from, from um, the proclamation of, of the Savior being born to what the Savior does, right, in his, in his life, death, and resurrection. Um, we are given glimpses of the glory of God. We get to see who our God is in the face of Jesus. So it'll be another great behold type of series because we're going to be beholding Jesus and what he did during his earthly ministry. So that's excited. great. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to to just get into, I mean, it's always good to just study um, the life and ministry of Jesus yep. and, and just to hear from his own his own mouth, like what what he was all about and what he taught and how he lived and how he loved and it's just going to be a great, a great time. And, um, just to be able to go through a whole book too, like verse by verse and just like march through, it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. It could take a while, but it'll be sweet. We'll have breaks. Don't worry. There'll be okay. little things that come along that Ooh. we'll take, we'll take a little sidebar and maybe take a few weeks to do something different, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun time. Cool. Well, thank you, Charlie. And yep. to the rest of the teaching team for putting that together. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys at both of our campuses this Sunday, as we continue our Advent season, we're going to be um, talking about the the peace of Christ, um, lighting that candle, and and just man, both campuses looked all beautiful and decorated for this. They season. are. Are we going to be singing uh, any more Christmas songs? We're going to get into some Christmas. I love songs it. This week. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's going to be really <laughs> fun. So we'll see you all there. And shout out to Sean. We missed you, buddy. Hey, being the host is hard. So you do a good job. And, and seriously, this this thing just <laughs> fell apart without you, Sean. So. We look forward to having you back next week on the podcast and um, everybody else have a great week and God bless. Love you guys. Bye.
Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes of Behold. If you would like more information about Valley Bible Church, or if you'd like resources from this episode, go ahead and check out vbc.online forward slash behold. Catch you guys next week.